What's up, guys? Welcome back to Coaches Don't Play. Today, Graveen and I are back on the pod. Are makeup artists scam artists? Do they be charging too much? That is the question. Are they paying tax? <laughs> That's another question. <laughs> Why do they charge more for bridal and way less for non-bridal when they're doing the same thing? <laughs> are they, though? How do they justify their prices? You're about to find out <laughs> on this episode of Coaches Don't Play. Recently, as of like last week, I think last week, there was this viral TikTok um, made by this girl in the UK. God. And she has a little bit something to say in the UK (laughs) about um, South Asian hair and makeup artists. And when we say makeup, we're referring to hair and makeup. Okay, so you're going to hear that a lot. There was like this viral trend going around on TikTok. It was like this girl being like, what is a scam that has become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam? And then people stitch the video and say, oh, this or oh, this. So she stitched that video and she said, bridal makeup artist that's charged 900 quid for makeup or whatever. They're a scam. Yeah. Right. And of course, any fucking talk about the wedding industry particularly the south asian one yeah lights a fire under people's dairy dairy rears <laughs> under their butts and you can only imagine how many views this video got how many comments it got like in the hundreds of thousands okay and she continued to make videos like hundreds of them Every single day. This is her whole personality. Yeah, her whole personality now is the, quote, girl who shook up the makeup industry. (laughs) We'll talk about that as well, okay? See how much shaking up you're actually doing. Um, And uh, so she, like, replies to comments. People are like, this, uh, um, they charge this much and they charge for travel. We all drive to work. Why are you, blah, 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 that type of shit. Um. And then I guess like someone was like, oh, Canadian artists charge $4,000 plus. And then 300 comments under that. People going crazy. Name dropping artists, big artists in BC, um, dropping their quote prices. Yeah. Or or like just losing it. Right. Okay. So I'm like, all right. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. But now the I got to fucking say some shit here. Okay. (laughs) Also, that like this MUA scam thing. Let's just talk about what the definition of a scam is, okay? A scam is someone who gets something from you in a dishonest way, okay? But if you're agreeing to pay a certain price <laughs> and you sign a contract on a dotted line and the price is outlined, yeah. that's not a scam. That's just a, uh, something that you're agreeing to. This summer, Fresh Canvas wants to help all you brides-to-be. Right, I know so many people out there struggling with their skin. You want that flawless makeup application? You gotta take care of the canvas, baby. Talk to someone who's experienced, professionals who actually know skin and can recommend something to help you. Fresh Canvas will literally give you free advice and discounts if you book a free skin consult with them. 
and tell them that we sent you, all right? Their July specials off the heezy once again. Ladies, you can get full legs laser for $170. Underarms for only $28. Never got to worry about, oh, I can't wear sleeveless because I got to shave these pits, all right? For the guys, they have men's underbody, upper underbody. <laughs> Why did I read that underbody? They got men's upper body, okay? For $250. The Oxygenio Super Facial for 130, micro needling for only 199, and so much more. Fresh Canvas wants to give you all 15% off all of their services, including the $350 full body laser and 15% off skincare, right? Shop online for brands like Zoe Skin Health, IS Clinical, Elta MD, Skintress, and Eminence Organics with code COACHES at checkout. Visit www.freshcanvasspa.com. Go visit them and let Fresh Canvas's team of experts take care of you. I, I don't know what it is about like makeup artists, but people like just get like so triggered. Love when to it, hate. Yeah, love to hate. Like I, yeah. I don't know what it is. So then I asked people on my Instagram account. I'm like, listen, like I will answer genuine questions mm -hmm. um, if you guys have them. I got, I put together some real, um, some of the questions that people sent in and some of the stuff that I read on, um, on those TikTok comments and we're going to, we're going to answer them. Also, we're going to preface this by, we're going to talk about this in the context of how we set up our business. Cause that's what we know mm -hmm. fully through and through. And we will touch on other artists, other artists in BC and what they do and how much they charge and what our thoughts are on that as well. But just as an FYI, we are talking from the perspective of our business and how we have it set up and how we do things. Mm -hmm. Other, Just know that I know other artists are doing other things out there. I know other artists charge different prices mm -hmm. and they provide a different service, whether that's better or worse. I don't know. But just, just, just know that this is just us yeah. talking from our perspective and also i just want to mention that we don't need to talk about this yeah like we don't need like i'm not on this podcast to justify why i charge what i charge because i have a fully booked calendar yeah so i don't need to justify <laughs> it to anybody and the reason why a lot of these big makeup artists are not speaking out is because they don't give a fuck because their calendars are also fully booked so it's not affecting them they don't need to defend themselves yeah because they're getting booked. So yeah. they don't need to like, they don't need to break down the their price to people commenting on these fucking videos. Yeah. They don't need to justify shit. Yeah. Because their clients are booking them. Their calendar is fully booked. They're good to go. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because this is content for me. Yeah. It's an easy episode for me to record, to be honest, because <laughs> I've been waiting to do it like a full episode on it. So, all right. And I know it's going to get hella downloads. <laughs> so there's this idea that like, South Asian makeup artists charge so much, like hair and makeup, whatever. They charge so much. The prices are ridiculous. That's the first thing I'm going to address, okay? Because yeah. that's what this is about. Yeah. There's all the shit so crazy, right? <laughs> it doesn't make sense that you're pinpointing the one thing when you're spending 10K on a fucking linga. But then you're going to bitch and complain about $1,000 fucking hair and makeup. And then it's funny because then people are like, well, at least the bride gets to keep that lenga. Is she going to wear it again? Like, is she going to wear it enough times to say To justify that, that 10K. Yeah. Her cost, her is her cost per use going to go down to a reasonable amount? Yeah. No. Because she's, yeah, she might be able to wear the top separately, the bottom separately. And then, you know, do it like a handful of times. No, but you can also get a fucking 3K lenga, a knockoff. Yeah. Everybody else in the industry is charging high. Yeah. 
I was like, why? Like, what is this? Like, are we really charging like that much? Like makeup artists in particular? Like, Mm -hmm. is it really that like Mm -hmm. crazy? Like, because I don't know what the market is for like white girls doing like white girl wedding makeup. I don't know because I haven't like looked into those pricings. The day that this video went viral, I emailed eight different artists around the world. Yeah. Canada, US, UK, Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, And I looked on their pages and it was all white makeup artists Mm -hmm. that do hair and makeup on only white girls Mm -hmm. for their wedding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, let me see what the actual fucking difference is. And yeah, I get it. Like, you know, South Asian artists do way more. Like, we all know that. Like, that's not a secret. We all know that getting like a brown bride ready is completely different from getting like a white chick ready. Yeah. But I just want to see like what the price difference is. Right. I only emailed people that I was like, okay, like I would book this artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like making sure they were good. Not like the fucking radias fucking artists out there. Okay. (laughs) So, so one from the tri-state area, bridal, Mm -hmm. okay, charges $450 $450 for just makeup. Yeah. And you have to come to her. Oh, wow. Okay. So no hair. Yeah. No, she's obviously not going to paint your junior and shit like that. Yeah. And you got to come to her. And then if you want her to travel to you, she charges a dollar per mile. Yeah. Um, Or it's like 150 if it goes past a certain like point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go right there. Yeah. $450 for fucking bridal. Just makeup. Just makeup. Yeah. Then I emailed a second one in the same area. Okay. She charges 600 Yeah. For just makeup. Yeah. Bridal. And she doesn't come to you. No hair, no dressing services, nothing. But let's say you compare to BC prices. It's actually compare not too far off because the thing in BC is majority artists quote uh, hair and makeup together. Yeah, like- so this is very close to the 50%. Amount. 100%. And, they're your, and it, let's say they did hair too. You're not going to get the dressing services. There was like 50% of them that were like that high. Yeah. Then I got 50% that was like really low. Okay. Yeah. So like there was one that charged 175. Yeah. Okay. So her, and she was good, but she, she, she didn't have any brides on her page, yeah. but I could just tell from her work that I'm like, it's like, it's good makeup. I, yeah, yeah. I want to know how much she charges for this makeup, right? 175 for bridal. Okay. Yeah. But she doesn't come to you. Yeah. And if you want her to come to you, you have to book four other makeup applications. Yeah. So that's $700. It's a minimum yeah, of four yeah. people need to be getting it done. Mm-hmm. So that's $700. So bride plus three? A bride plus three. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, okay, fine. Three other people can pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. But you're not getting hair on top of that. Yeah. And she's getting three other people ready before you. Mm-hmm. And you have to be ready by 7 a.m. But that's not the case for these, for Gorya. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, no, but like if a brown girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like picks oh, her. No. It's just... It's actually not possible, unless you want to start at midnight the night before. The only difference is, is the way that they word shit. Yes. Right? It's like, yeah, we'll come to you, but we need to make at least this much for us to leave our house. So then I emailed another one, right? Who does like decent, like I was like, okay, whatever. If I was like Despo, Uh it was like good. It was like fine, right? (laughs) Yeah. 190 for bridal makeup, okay? And Mm -hmm. 140 for bridal party. Okay. You have to come to her. Yeah. So then I emailed her back. I'm like, how much do you charge for you to come to me? Okay. She's like, where are you staying? I was like, oh, the Ritz Carlton or whatever. I just found a hotel in the fucking area. Right. Oh my God. Um, and she's like, um, I don't think I'm the artist for you because um, in order for me to leave the home studio, I have a minimum spend of 750. Okay. So then I emailed her back yeah. and I was like, okay, like I'm you willing. You full back and forth with Yeah, people? I do. Cause I'm like, I want to know, like, <laughs> 
Cause she said like, she's like, I need like a minimum of like these many people yeah. to, to travel, but then it has to be a, like a minimum of this much money. So seven fifty. Yeah. So I emailed her back. I'm like, could I pay you the seven fifty and you come to me and just do my, just my makeup? <laughs> she didn't even fucking message me back. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's been a week. You'd rather work on like five people because they're doing makeup takes them an hour. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's like fast. Forty five minutes. I remember forty five minutes. It's when fast. I was working at Mac, if you were gonna do someone's makeup, it had to be done in forty five minutes. minutes. Yeah, I could never. To this day, I can't. Yeah, you've been, <laughs> been doing makeup for fucking thirteen years. She can't. I still can't get my shit. She can't get under two hours. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that crazy yeah. of a difference. In the South Asian market, the normal thing to do. Yeah. The, in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We're only talking about Canadian artists here. I don't know what the fuck's going on in the UK, UK over there. UK's a hot mess, Y'all man. fucking lost in the sauce over there. Um, in order for, like, we just have that all artists are saying that if you want bridal service, we're going to come to you. Yeah. It already includes that. Yeah. It should if you're like the luxury artist, right? For wedding and reception, especially. And then I've seen a lot of artists say that for pre-bridal during the week. Yeah. Um, this is my rate if you would like to come to me, to mm-hmm. my studio. I like because people essentially prefer that. Yeah. And then if you want me to come to you, there's an additional travel fee. And it's essentially a deterrent. That's yeah, what it is. Definitely. Nobody's trying to extort money out of you. Like they're just it's a deterrent so like for people who are like what the fuck does that mean or whatever it's just that these people don't want to come to you yeah if you're not like if it's not like a bridal event yeah right so then in order to prevent you from being like hey come to me they'll they'll break they'll break it out yeah like they'll break out the price be like this is my price if you come to me if you want me to come to you i'm adding this much on yeah and then you'll be like oh fuck it's an extra 75 dollars whatever i'll just go to them yeah that's the the point yeah behind that it's not to fucking charge you for every single thing and yeah. you know what i mean like we were looking at those like uk artist emails and they're just like asking for it they're just asking, they are asking for, asking for trouble. it they are asking for trouble and all you need to do is just use half a brain cell mm-hmm. to know how when it comes to pricing how consumers look and react at things what do you want to look at do you want to look at one price or do you want to look at a list which is can get overwhelming yeah and people are like okay and then also when there's a list that means there's a list of things to argue back guess who's back back again chutney's back Tell a friend, Chutney's Indian Grill, they're back on the pod. Canada's first fast casual Indian restaurant, differently Indian. They're the Chipotle of Indian food, all right? Fast, fresh, healthy. They got meat, veggie, vegan, gluten-free options. You walk in, build your own baroti or your bowls. You choose your proteins, toppings, and your sauces, and your chutneys. And let me tell you, chutneys doesn't fuck around with their chutneys, all right? Their chutneys slap so hard, okay? My favorite, peach and mango. They also have a green apple and coconut and a creamy habanero. They got so many. Those are the just three of my favorite. Del says shit on some line fries, my favorite. You guys know. Make sure you guys check them out in South Surrey at Grandview Central. Follow them on Instagram at Chutney's Indian Grill. Chutney's also now growing and franchising in the lower mainland. Visit them at www.eatchutneys.com to learn more and find, find out how you can become a part of the Chutney's team. Also, make sure you guys mention the podcast to get the discount, okay? I'm trying to save you some money here. Take advantage. All right. Chinese Indian grill. Non um, bridal versus bridal makeup. 
Okay. What's the difference? Because a lot of people are like, is there a difference in products? You, Cause you're using the exact same products. You're probably mm-hmm. using the, the exact same amount of product. Like how are the, how are like, are the techniques different? Like how do you determine what's the difference between a bridal mm-hmm. makeup application versus a non-bridal? Okay. And we're just going to talk based on our business and how ours is set up. So we charge 1050 plus GST for a bridal service. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we charge 250 for a non-bridal service. Yep. And now everyone, everyone's probably sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let me explain it. All right. Like this is our rate mm-hmm. for wedding and reception or like wedding or reception. Mm-hmm. Then we have a breakdown of what's included in there. Okay. So it's like full makeup application, lashes are included, whatever. Right. Full. Yeah. Full, a lip touch up. Like, like like a full lipstick touch up. Okay. Then you get your, like your hair, which includes like padding. If you want synthetic flowers, we'll cover that. But a lot of people don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we include all that. The only thing you have to kind of get is like, if you want any like extra, like fresh flowers in your hair, you have to get that yourself. Yeah. Or if you want, um, hair extensions, you have Mm -hmm. to buy your own hair extensions because it's gross. If I use the same set on a hundred people. So we travel to you. Oh, yeah. So we travel to you. We um, also don't book any other clients. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we travel to you. So we have two slots, a.m. and p.m. A bride can book an a.m. slot and any time prior to 10 a.m. belongs to you. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. As soon as you sign the contract. OK. And then if you get the p.m. slot, any time after 12 p.m. Yeah. Belongs to you. The point is being is that if something happens in your schedule and you're running an hour behind or you need us to come an hour, two hours early yeah. or anything happens, yeah. like we're available to like handle the situation. Like just yesterday, we had a reception client yeah. and she was an hour and a half behind. Yeah. We just like we just want to be able to be available for that person no matter what. Like I don't feel comfortable like if someone's like, hey, like we're running an hour late. Like, can you can we please like push it back? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And I'm charging this chick a fucking thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, no, like I we've had it set up in that way so that if something does happen, we can do that. Two weeks ago when we were doing um our bride, I, I we had like pinned everything and stuff. Right. And like I had left and I was driving home and she called me and she wanted to change her Juni pinning. Mm-hmm. She wanted to like change it because she like changed her mind or whatever. Because she had that morning slot, I could I drove yeah. to the Gordora, 45 minute drive yeah. to go like take it off, repin it for her like the way that she wanted it yeah. changed to and then like, come back. Yeah. If you book a luxury artist that's charging a high rate. That's the type of service that they should, I think, in my opinion, that they should be delivering to you. Yeah. And that's what you're paying for. Yeah. You're not paying for just someone to slap some fucking foundation on your face and walk out of the house. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to wash it off at the end of night. You're paying for the service. Yeah. Right. So that's what like that luxury service experience. Yes, of course, you can go and book non-bridal makeup on yeah. your bridal day. Just lie to the artist. And but are they going to do that shit for you? Yeah. No, they're not going to do that shit for you. But are these also are the artists that are charging, let's say, what, you know, is considered a lot. Are are they even going to take a non-bridal booking? That's the other thing yeah. these days. Yeah. Because, yeah, there it's it costs significantly less, but it's definitely more of a if I'm free, I'll do it. 
because it just simply doesn't make business sense yeah to book out a service that caught that you're charging way less for yeah and block off that time and then not be able to like ask anybody that has a business like would you do that so like and and the other reason and i think the main reason why bridal pricing is so high um compared to like non bridal i think it's the time how far you book out in okay. advance in advance so brides book out anywhere from one to three years in advance yeah okay depending on the artist and when they open up their like slots yeah the easiest way for me to explain this is when you're booking a bridal artist that is charging like these quote high rates they are signing a contract and basically saying that no matter what happens in in my life yeah. in my personal life I'm signing on this dotted line mm-hmm. that I'm going to show up at your house yeah. on this day that is one year away from now, two years away from now, three years away from now. Yeah. And I will not call in sick. Yeah. I will not book a vacation. And then two months before your wedding, be like, hey, actually, I booked a vacay. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be like, hey, my cousin's getting married. Uh, I actually need this week off. So I'm not going to like show up or whatever yeah. it is. They are guaranteeing that they are going to show up for you. So my question for people that like criticize these artists is that what price tag would you put on your service if you were doing something for someone in the well into the future or even your employer, let's say, right? Let's say your employer comes up to you and says, Hey, I need you to sign this contract that in 2023 on this date, you're going to show up to work. You can't call in sick. You can't take vacation time. Yeah. You can't, if you have a fat, like you cannot book anything, like you have to show up. And if you don't show up, you're not going to get paid. Yep. What would be the dollar amount that you would charge to agree to something like that? Yeah. Or I'm not going to pay you, but then also other companies aren't going to pay you either. Other companies being other brides because yeah, it affects your business. Your reputation is like going to be tarnished. So let's, so just think for one second, right? And this is what we're talking about. Service right? Gurveen was pregnant with her first child and in labor and she completed a bridal booking and then went straight to the hospital and gave birth. Good times. And that's what you're fucking paying for is that that artist is so dedicated and committed and so serious about their job that they're going to show up and there's a price tag on that. And yeah, that's a personal choice. But that we made that choice because we like doing this job. Yeah. And there's many pros to this job. Yeah. This just happens to be one of the cons. Yeah. And this is a price tag I'm putting on the con. Which makes it ultimately worth it for us. Yeah, there's still things that we miss out on. I missed out on a dude. Last month, my cousin got married and I missed the wedding in BC because I signed a contract two years ago that I was going to do one client. I had one client on the whole weekend and I miss the whole weekend in bc yeah and i miss my cousin's wedding because i signed that contract two years ago now yeah. if that was a non-bridal service that i had booked for 200 dollars two yeah. years out i would have canceled it in five seconds one second <laughs> giving you that guarantee i missed out on harvey's wedding two years ago because and every single artist i talked to was like yeah like i miss everything like i've yeah. never i can never do anything and it's um, but I did see like a person posting about this on, on TikTok. It was like a d- random person saying like, but who's to say like, yeah, you sign a contract, but who's to say that you're going to show up? Like, you know, can't you just like be like, hey, I'm just going to return your deposit. Yeah, that's definitely an option. Yeah. But the thing is that affects your reputation and reputation is 
a lot of this. And if other people start finding out that you've done this one time, two, two times, times, three times, yeah, four times, like you're known to do this, do you think you're going to continue getting booked? Like, of course not. And we know artists that have been affected by this. Yeah, we know artists in Calgary that have done this, that or do even, this consist- yeah, Calgary and BC. And that that do this consistently. And yeah, people talk shit about those artists. They do their those artists are not their first choice. Yeah. People who do this on the side part time. Yeah. I don't, in my opinion, they should not be charging these exuberant rates. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be doing that because you're not as committed. You're not as dedicated. You do not give up what like full-time artists do. You cannot compare a part-time artist to a full-time artist that gives up their nine to five, gives, gives up their benefits, gives up their like retirement. Yeah. Like they give up everything to do this. And yeah, this job is great. And I'm I'm not saying that like, then go, then, you know, if it's so fucking bad, then go get a regular job. No, because I love doing this job. Yeah. I love the like the flexibility that I get. It's fun. Yeah. And we meet so many great, like super amazing people. Like yeah. it's a great, amazing job. But in order for me to have it, I need it to be worth it. And that this dollar amount is what it's going to cost. Yeah. So now people living in BC, right? Yeah. We charge a thousand and you can say, oh, that's so low compared to like what everyone is charging in, in, in BC, right? Yeah. But look at the cost of living in, in BC versus here those artists they have like mortgages to pay they have rent to pay they have food to buy gas to if you're a full-time artist all of your income goes to like like everything else that a regular nine to five person why do you have a job like a nine to five person yeah to fucking live yeah that's why these artists like these these full-time artists yeah like a house in bc costs you know x amount a lot something in the millions and then that same house here costs less yeah same idea and these like quotes that I got from these artists, mm-hmm. they were from like large, like metropolitan areas mm-hmm. that are comparable to like Vancouver. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense that they're charging so much. Like a lot of people are like, break down the costs. <laughs> That's the breakdown of the cost. Like, and like a lot of people are like, well, Charlotte Tilbury Foundation costs this much, blah, 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 blah. The makeup products do not factor into these prices. Yeah. Okay. The makeup products and the type of brands that artists use are a byproduct of being a quote luxury artist. Yeah. If you're charging $1,500 for hair and makeup. Yeah. You fucking should have Charlotte Tilbury in your kit. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's just a byproduct of it. It's just, it's not that, that $60 foundation is broken into your price. Yeah. Is the reason why you charge it. No, the, reason why you can have these luxury products is because you provide a luxury service yeah for example when you go to a a fine dining restaurant you get a 200 dollars steak okay are they when they give you the receipt are they going to break down uh how much the steak was how much the fucking bar the sauce was how much the fucking this was no it's just all include it's the experience of going to a luxury fine dining restaurant it's the exact same thing when you go to the when you book a hotel at like like a room, like let's say at the Ritz Carlton, right? Yeah. Why are you going there when you can sleep at the Marriott? Yeah. yeah. And fucking take a tutti in their toilet. <laughs> What's the difference? It's the experience. It's a luxury yeah. experience of getting like a VIP experience at the fucking yeah. Ritz. Why do you book? Why do people book first class tickets on a plane to go to the exact same place? You're sitting three feet away from the people who are paying fucking <laughs> 600. <laughs> like, why? Why do airlines like advertise that? It's a luxury experience. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Like, the only thing that I, I will say is that 
maybe you can say that there's artists out there that charge these rates and they provide a shit service. Yeah. And I know that too. Um, yeah, we're we're yeah. not stupid. Like, and we're not saying that every artist that's charging yeah. these crazy rates is providing a crazy service. Mm-hmm. No, because if they were, no one would be fucking talking shit about them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, we know artists that charge 4,000 plus for two events and not a single person I, I've never seen their name dragged online. Yeah. I've never seen anyone fucking saying shit about them. Yeah. And it's because they probably provide an exceptional service. Yeah. And every single person is happy and they've never fucked over a client. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. My theory is, is that because most of the people that comment on these things yeah. are people who have a never gotten a service from that artist. Yeah. Right. And it's just fun to weigh in on the drama. Yeah. And yeah. then be like, oh, one day I'm going to get married. I don't want to pay this much. Yeah. Ugh, what the I'd fuck? rather just do my own. Please do it. The other thing is um, it, it's people who have gotten a service and been wronged. And now this is their chance to like speak their like peace or whatever like speak their mind or whatever or um three people who have gotten a service got an exceptional service and then regret it later paying that much yeah just because before when you're planning your wedding and i was in this too okay i when i during this whole week when we've been talking about this i've been thinking of the other little pieces in my wedding that i might have like dug my heels in on not related to hair and makeup but like let's say decor it it just keeps on rolling ahead like that. But when you're planning a wedding, you are so into it. Yeah. And nobody can like, for example, during my wedding planning, Tony was like, what the hell is this? And why is this costing so much? And I'm like, I don't know. I just need it. Like, I just need it to be like this because it's like a thing that's in my head. And that's it. And then, of course, right after I'm like, OK, yeah, now that this is all said and done, like, what the hell was I thinking? When they're like, oh, I regret paying $3,000 for my hair and makeup. But then you also regret probably paying 20 k for your fucking photo video. Yeah. You also probably, you you regret doing a big ass wedding after right after you do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that, but then everyone always just always guns for the artist. Like I, like it's, it's very simple. Like when you break it down, like, like supply and demand. Yes. Right. Like the demand is so high that these artists are able yes. to charge these amounts and be fully booked. So why wouldn't they do it? This yeah. is not a nonprofit charity yeah. that these people are running. We live in a capitalist world. We live in a free market economy. You would do the exact same thing if you were in their position. Yeah. Okay. For example, let me just give you an, an easy concept to grasp here. Let's say you apply for three jobs. Okay. It's the exact same role with three different companies. They're located in the same plaza. You have the same growth opportunities. Everything is consistent. Okay. One company comes to you and says, I will pay you 30K for the year for this job. Yeah. The second one says, I will pay you 40. And the third one says, I'll pay you 80. What are you going to do? Are you going to go and be like, hmm, I'm going to see what's fair to each company. Or are you going to be like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the company that values me the most. You're going to go to the company that says, I think that you're worth 80K a year and that's what we're going to pay you. So come work for us. And essentially in this example, the client is the employer. You're employing the artist and you think that they're worth that much. So you pay them or you don't think that they're worth that much and you don't pay them. 
there's also like lots of options that's the other thing that like the sensible people are saying like there's options but why is it that everyone's just gunning for like you know those for example in bc like five or six artists that and then you know three of them that everybody's gunning for and then if you know they don't work out then you go to the rest like the second tier of artists or whatever yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but some people are but nobody are, wants to go to the ones that are charging a quote-unquote reasonable amount and you know might might have like similar work but at the end of the day there's clearly people are noticing a difference is like yeah like when you say like why aren't people talking about other vendors i was talking to a photographer the other day and he was telling me his um idea like how he prices things it's even more wild than ours yeah they they bully they pull it out of thin air yeah they because they know for a fact that there actually aren't that many of them and if they have good work they can fully name their price and people will absolutely pay it because it's photo and video and and if you're gonna make the argument like oh but that's photo video i get to keep that content afterwards you're looking a certain way for your expensive photo video which ask them to justify their pricing what's their justification their justification is i have worked hard to the point where i have a i have a product and product that looks a certain way people want it and i get to name my price and you know there's times like i was literally like like holy shit this is crazy he's like and sometimes you know i book a weekend off and i really don't that's the weekend I don't want to work. But if somebody comes to me and says, I'm desperate, I really want you. And I want that weekend. And he's like, okay, yeah, sounds good. I can do it for this much for like one day. And he's like, yeah, people will be like, okay, yeah, done. It's unfortunate. I've, I fully agree. The prices are insane. But once again, just like how it's a free market economy, we can set our prices. It's also like, there's not a mandatory checklist of the things that you need to have in your wedding. Like, yeah, like you don't have to get your hair and makeup. You do, you do your hair and makeup every other fucking other event that you go to. You can do it yourself for those events too. But you want someone who has amazing skill and is an expert at what they do to come to you and treat you like Kim Kardashian for a day. And there's a price tag for that. Do I think $3,000, like personally for me, do I think $3,000 for two events is high? Fuck yeah. Would I pay that? Yeah, because I v- would value that as like, you know, this is the one time in my life where I want to feel like a celebrity. This is the one day of my life where it's about me. The show is for me and I will dish out the the cash. I will dish out the money to feel like that. And we charge 250 for non-bridal and let me explain why we charge 250. So we only book it 30 days out reason being is because we don't have to i don't yeah. want to book a 200 dollars, like a 250 dollars service six months out yep I, I, like i want to keep like days open for me to like enjoy my life and enjoy some of my weekends so we have this policy where we only book 30 days out now if you want to come to us let's say you come to us like june 1st you're like oh my god having a shotgun wedding well you you can fully lie to us and say i want a non-bridal service and we'll book you in, but you have to come to us. You don't get the dressing services. You don't get the, like, there are like some differences when it comes to, to like the hair and like the makeup, like how long it lasts and all that type of stuff that changes as well. Your time slot is restricted, you know, and, and I, that actually has happened to me Yeah, where um someone was like getting married. I guess it was like a last minute thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was 30 days out. 
she said, oh, I just need like party makeup or whatever. And then she came to me. Mm-hmm. I did the party. I did her hair. I uh, did her makeup mm-hmm. and she left. Yep. And I didn't pin nothing. Yep. And it was 30 days out and it was it was restricted on what um time she could come. Yep. And uh, the obviously the longevity of it is going to be affected because I'm not doing the, the prep shit that I need to do for it to last 12 yeah. hours. So for the people asking, like, is there a difference? I would say, yes, there is. For what I do, like over, let's say, like a two hour period of time, two, two and a half hours that I take to do like bridal makeup. Yeah, you're cutting that down. To you're like, cutting that down to like an hour. Oh, I'm using only two squirts of foundation versus four. Like that's not like that's not going into the price. It's the time, the effort, the commitment that we're giving that client is not as high. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not committing that much time. I'm not committing that much like, you know, time in advance mm-hmm. to block that day off and we don't sign contracts for non-bridals and we don't take deposits we also just like to keep things like very easy for us and just not complicate things like yeah we make less money but yeah we do make less money good (laughs) life's easy yeah we do make less money like let's say compared to people who are like fully booking their days and charging like crazy rates no i'm not trying to do that like we're not trying to do that we just want to live like a simple fucking life and what and i'll be completely honest what what gravine and i make is not that much yeah well especially here in calgary like the wedding season is like two weeks (laughs) compared to bc and then also here's the other thing that you have to like factor in is like these artists that do this full-time they can't have another full-time gig yeah right so like it's not like they're charging like they're making 80k on the full-time job and then they're charging two thousand dollars to fucking brides every weekend like they're not doing that yeah and they're only working like that a certain months of the year like for us it's only like five months and then we can't get a job like another career another like full-time thing where they're like yeah it takes five months off every year like that's not gonna fucking happen we need to price ourselves in a way where we can like survive mm-hmm. also enjoy this job yeah and be able to provide this like crazy like exceptional service that south asian brides require yeah expect and require yeah expect and require i'm sure there's plenty more talented people out there that can do this they will not give up the flexibility of their full-time jobs where you can you know if you don't feel like going in you can call in sick and it doesn't affect your freaking whole ass business reputation and then, you know, some people were like, oh, these like makeup artists are charging more than like surgeons that are, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You, how, you, first of all, you can't I would comp- love to see where the surgeon money is coming from. <laughs> yeah. Like where, first of all, where's the surgeon money? Also, yeah. there's, if, if you want to compare industries like that, there's receptionists working in fucking Silicon Valley that make more money than fucking surgeons. <laughs> okay. I there's just, think that might be a bit of a stretch, but they definitely make more than a receptionist in any other industry. Or let's say like a video game, a professional video gamer. Yeah. Right? They make $320,000 on average. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. Okay. Give me a And yeah, they do they make more than a fucking Canadian uh, general physician? And that guy is fucking saving lives? Yeah. But that's just because the gaming industry is crazy. NBA players. And, like, are making millions yeah and and then you can argue like yeah all they do is fucking run around with the ball yeah but then they'll say we train our lives or dedicating our lives to the training and this and that we're fucking you know we have like a gift we have a skill yeah and the artist can argue that they have a gift and they have a skill because not everyone can do what they do yeah 
But it's just, you know what? I don't know. I It keeps bothering me that it's only this business that's done by predominantly women, women of color, color that gets fucking shit on. Most photographers are guys. Yeah. Okay. Why is no one fucking saying anything about them? Why is it always the girls that have to justify their price? Break it down. Why are you charging yeah. them? Break it down a little bit. Like, yeah. what is everyone's fucking beef, man? I really don't understand it. And why yeah. are you are you not dragging the non-Indian chicks that are fucking makeup artists <laughs> that are charging higher? I love when they're like South Asian makeup artists. Shut the hell, hell up. up dude when i got that call from juggernaut because i i did like an article with them yeah and i was like okay hey, before we even start this because like she sent me like a list of questions yeah and her first question was like do you think south asian artists charge more whatever right and i was like let me just let's b- before i even start this yeah i just want to point out that there's plenty yeah. of non-south asian artists that are working in the south asian industry that are charging higher but the, and they never get dragged nope okay and why is it always the fucking brown people and yeah you can argue that oh well this artist is has a shit service she just happens to be brown there's artist names that are being thrown around in those comments i've never heard one fucking negative thing about their service yeah and i know for a fact yeah that they've never provided a negative a bad service there's never been an unhappy client yeah but there's people being like oh she charges fucking five thousand dollars she yeah. charges blah 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 yeah why is that why do people do that i really don't understand it that's what's been truly bothering me okay so this is one um message i got saying the situation in bc is a little out of hand lots of lots with diva attitudes and self-taught instagram muas um muas charging the same prices as other qualified makeup artists with real experience and training is okay so here's we've talked about the self-taught thing yeah because right now people are like oh but so so many of them are self-taught Screw you. I'm freaking, I'm okay. First of all, I'm self-taught. I haven't taken a class, but I'm, I have a natural like talent. Why is that what you're attacking? Like, how is that a problem? Don't, do you know how many artists I know that have three certifications that yeah. fucking can't blend eyeshadow still worth shit? <laughs> like it, a certification does not matter. It does not mean here, anything. Here, here's the number one thing that a lot of people like, they, oh, she's certified by so-and-so, which means she's good. Fuck no. no. Yeah, I was certified by right? Dirtiest yeah. fucking work I was doing for the next three years after that <laughs> course, okay? Because I needed to practice. It takes, and I was talking to Jasmine about this. Yeah. She's like, it took me four years to get to the point where I was like, I'm fucking good at this. Yeah. It took me three years to get that way for just hair. Yeah. Okay. Just because you're certified doesn't mean the next month you're going to be doing the exact same work. Yeah. It, you learn there's uh, techniques. Yeah. And you learn what products they, they use and how they use them. Yeah. But you need to practice for hours and hours and years and years yeah. to get to that level. Same thing for any industry. Okay. Yeah. Any person can go to fucking hairstyle school, haircut school, whatever it is. Yeah. Learn and get certified and still be a shitty fucking hair cutter yeah hair cutter or whatever hair stylist or whatever it is right you can go and get fucking certified to be a doctor and get your fucking degree and still be a shit fucking doctor yeah at the end of the day yeah it's the years and hours and years of practice that you put into your craft like why do you think these um makeup artists train like offer classes okay why do you think that is? Okay. Do you think like, Are we yeah, opening another can of worms? I am worms. opening another can of worms because I'm fucking breaking it down. I'm telling you why it's worth the money that it's worth. Okay. Yeah. 
let's say they train 70 students in a year, right? Yeah. You would think, wow, why are they training all these people? Like, what the fuck? That's you're like creating comp competition. Yeah, you're creating competition. And the reason why they're comfortable doing it is because they know less than 1% of those students will actually put in the time and commitment to be competition for them. Oh, God. There's a truth bomb if I ever heard one. 100%. <laughs> 100%. You think all these classes, they've trained hundreds of people. Yeah. You think if you could just take a class and become a fucking amazing Makeup artist. artist that's going to charge, you know, $1,700, $1,600 for a bridal hair and makeup application. But it's like certification does not mean shit. Yeah. And if it did mean anything, then all classes wouldn't exist the way they fucking exist. Okay. The only reason they exist like this is because they know that less than 1% of those people that go there are actually going to put in the time and effort yeah. to get good. Yeah. To get good to the point where they're going to become competition. You like start, you're like, oh, fuck, this is hard. I can't do this. Fuck, I need to practice. Fuck, I have a job. I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. The amount of times I almost quit yeah. in those three years yeah. was astronomical. And the only reason I didn't was because I was working for another company mm -hmm. and I like couldn't quit, yeah. but I was miserable. Yeah. I was fucking miserable yeah. those three years. And the only reason I didn't quit is because I saw light at the end of the tunnel where I'm like, oh, maybe I can do this on my own. Maybe yeah. it'll be better if I do this on my own. Like, look at all the people that get pumped out of these hair and makeup certification classes. And how, why is it that we're still looking at the same people that are at the top of their game in the bridal hair and makeup, like, category and still getting, you know, all like, so like their calendars are fully booked. Everything. Yeah, there's like, you know, new people that come up and there's, there'll be that like one person that is able to get into that like category. Yeah like one one person every year two years yeah it's because it it's not easy and the lifestyle alone is what deters a lot of people do i think the classes are like worth it yeah personally i think the classes are worth it if and only if yeah. you are gonna put in the years of yes. practice that it takes to get to that level yeah and so everyone else sitting there be like well why are they charging this much there was a struggle behind it yeah. and there's sacrifice and commitment and dedication behind that. Yeah. And that's why they charge what they charge. Okay. And we just happen to live in a time that yeah. people give a fuck about weddings so much. Yeah, and that's why they're and paying that's why the price. price tag is high. Why do you think a um, flight to Europe, for example, is higher during the summertime because yeah. everyone wants to fucking go to Europe in the summertime. It all just comes back to supply, supply and, and demand. demand. That's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to. And yeah, do I think some of these prices are really high and past what I would pay? Absolutely. So just to explain to people who don't get it, this is how high the demand is right now, okay? For artists in BC. I got a message from a listener. This is what she says to me verbatim. I'm all for hard work that you guys put into makeup, but don't you think charging 4K for reception and wedding makeup is a bit much? I'm a 2024 bride and was shocked when I found out how much it's going to cost to get my preferred makeup artist. I'm still going to pay it, <laughs> but still 4K. Yeah. Like I'm going to wash it off. It's not just makeup artists though. Video and photo is going to cost close to 20K, but with that, at least you get to keep something forever. Um, like I'm already thinking about how bad I'm going to feel washing my face at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. So this artist, so this girl thinks that 4k is in a, an insane price, Yeah. but yeah, she's still going to book. Yeah. And then I asked her, I'm like, okay, do you have other options? Like, could you book a cheaper artist? Yeah. 
And I was like gen genuinely curious because this is the argument that a lot of people make is that everybody is charging those rates, right? So, no. so then I asked her, I'm like, do you have the option of booking like someone cheaper? And she goes, yes, I'm sure I could, but I love this artist's work. Yes, there you go. There you go. There, there you go. Okay. And this girl goes a step further and she goes, that artist that she wants hasn't even opened up their 2024 dates yet. So she's like, I'm risk. I'm waiting for her and I'm risking losing my second choice. Who's cheaper. Yeah. To get this girl. Yeah. That's how high the demand is. And this just sums it up. Like I want I lost it when you read this message to me. And I messaged this girl and I'm like, I fucking love you because yeah. you just made, you just made my job. You just so summed it you, all you up. You summed it all up. It's like, that's the market that these artists are working in. Yeah. Okay. So if you were her, if you were that artist, would you be like, I'm going to charge you something that's within your budget and fair for you. And it's reasonable. And it's reasonable. No, I'm going to charge whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And if you're willing to pay it, cool. If you're not cool. And if that artist that was charging 4k plus, yeah. if no one was booking her, she a wouldn't be doing this job or B she would lower her prices. Yeah. Okay. Am I saying that, oh, everyone should be comfortable with this? No, I'm, I'm not no, saying that, no. okay? There's, would I pay $800 for non-bridal? Absolutely the fuck not. You catch me fucking dead playing for $800. Maybe Graveen would, I would never. No, no. But we're, like, we're, like, it all depends on what you value, what you think is valuable. Yeah, if you really, like, love their work and you're like, you know, it's just like, I'm, for example, I'm already married and at this point, like, you know, I don't plan to get married again. So my option is for if I ever wanted to book somebody, it would be for non-bridal. Yeah. And I would never because I still have possibly the option of getting married. Yeah. And paying thousands. And paying thousands. So why would I pay 800 when I can do it on my fucking wedding? Why would I pay 800 on, a, on my brother's wedding or my sister's wedding when I can pay 2000 on my own? <laughs> That's so funny. But then, but then I had people messaging me saying that they think two hundred dollars is too high different. because like, everyone's different. Like you think two hundred is too high, so I think two hundred is the cheapest fucking thing ever. Yeah. And I'm going to BC in September and getting my hair and makeup done for a photo shoot for three fifty, and I'm so happy to pay that yeah. because I never fucking get my hair and makeup done, and I want to experience looking fucking good because I look like a fucking potato every other day. <laughs> I know a lot of you are gonna love this next one over here. How many of you have been looking around for a photographer for a small event you know something small intimate but you want professional pictures birthdays bridal shower baby shower proposals family shoots dreamy canvas photography in the lower mainland specializes in small event photography at a reasonable price all right indoor outdoor doesn't matter it's intimate it's small you want professional pictures this is where you got to go dreamy canvas photography and the best part is if you mention the podcast, you'll get 10% off your shoot. We got to, you know, we got to be careful out here up in these streets with inflation, bro. So I'm trying to get you guys the best of the best deal. All right. Check them out on Instagram at Dreamy Canvas Photography. You can check out their work over there and hit them up. I think the only way to kind of solve this problem mm -hmm. of people like, you know, being up in arms about this stuff and like, being like what the fuck's going on or whatever like these people being like targeted all the time is to have a place where people can leave honest mm -hmm. reviews 
Yeah. Okay. I will get on, on the, I'm in support of that. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist and I'm in support of that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. A place, not these anonymous pages where people can no. leave fucking anonymous reviews because people fucking lie. And yes. I'm going to give you two examples right now. Okay. Last week we had a bride who told us, Hey, she's like, Oh yeah. Like we're doing her like thing. And she's like, Oh, my friend like saw like my Sangeet hair and makeup. Like she loved it. She was so excited. She has you guys booked in two weeks for her wedding. And she's so excited. I'm like, Oh, what's her name? She gives me her name and I'm like, I've never fucking heard this name. Yeah. And I immediately start flipping out because I'm like, is there a girl out there that thinks that she's getting her hair and makeup done from us and like she's yeah. not in our calendar? Yeah. Like I would freak out. I've been doing this for fucking 13 years. It's never fucking happened. Yeah. Like what's going on, right? And she's like, yeah, this is her name. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> me and Pat, we're looking at each other. And like, I'm like freaking out. And does then that I ring s- a bell for you? Because it doesn't ring a bell for me. Yeah. And then I'm like, what did she say to you? And then she said, yeah, they're doing my like wedding hair and makeup. And I, and then the girl goes on to say i had a consult with pammy this is what she said in the consult and i'm like what like i'm yeah. freaking out <laughs> and then i checked the emails and this girl emailed us multiple times multiple times and each single time she asked for a date or someone on her behalf asked for a date we were booked so the only communication i have with this girl is saying we're fully booked on that day sorry for the inconvenience yep end of story she's going around telling people that she has us booked, okay? So then I'm like, yo, can you like, I, I just want to see what this chick says, right? Yeah. So the next day, the our bride sees her at the wedding. She's like, oh my God, yo, like I, no, no, uh, she texted her. She's like, hey, I actually talked to Pammy and Gravine and they don't have you in the schedule. Like, do you want to like make sure? Because I'm like scared for you. Yeah. And we all three of us know she's lying, right? We just want to see what she says. Yeah. And this girl goes, oh yeah, they overbooked me. So they canceled my booking. Lies. Like, that's a straight up lie. And imagine that person tells people that. Yeah. It's so tarnishing and it's a lie. Yeah. Right. So people lie. So and imagine what people say in anonymous messages, anonymous fucking comments. Here's another example. One of the videos on that girl, like that viral TikTok, people were like name dropping like BC artists and like being like, oh, this person charges this much. This person charges this much. One person commented, Blue Rose charges $5,000 for wedding and reception. Okay. And everyone was like, wow oh wow that's fucking crazy i was thinking about booking her now i'm never gonna book her blah, blah, this and that right i messaged sohal i'm like yo i'm like do you charge five thousand dollars for wedding and reception she's like no she starts <laughs> laughing she's like i charge sixteen hundred dollars per event yeah. which is this which is like what a lot of artists yeah like the top ones are charging yeah so people are just literally pulling out fucking numbers out of their ass and then sohal starts um telling me she's like a few weeks ago i had a bride and that bride was telling me that um, she's like, yo, like my cousin was saying that you charge you that you charge her seven thousand, mm-hmm. and she's like, and that's a lie. Yeah, she's like, I didn't charge, I've I didn't charge her seven thousand yeah. for her wedding reception, but she's going around telling people that. Yeah. So th- yes, do I think reviews, honest and certified ones, mm-hmm. need there needs to be a space for them? Absolutely. Yeah, like oh, like, but then it's like, what would you do? Like, how do you prove? Like, you would need to prove that you a book this person. Let's say there's like something like Yelp, even like plan events has it, right? They have like a thing where you can like review. You have to review under your name. Yeah. Okay. You have to provide an email, Mm -hmm. right? That you have to like verify the email. Okay. And then the vendor Mm -hmm. has to be able to respond. Okay. Okay. So where, where like, let's say like someone's like, oh, this person has charged me Mm $7,000. Right. And like that artist can come in and be like, hey, actually, under our contract, this is a screenshot and blur all the things. This is how much you were charged. Yeah. End of story. Debate 
done yeah right but when these anonymous things pop up and people are fucking reviewing on facebook and all this fucking shit like there needs to be a place where like people can certify like that yeah. the reviews are honest and then that that artist or that vendor has an option to like reply and respond yeah. that will solve a lot of the problems yeah. because a lot of it is that people have like grievances yeah and they can't air them out like they had a like they were canceled on and all these things and they can't like you know they can't leave it out there like they can't like give the review because then they're scared they're that, scared yeah, yeah. And, but that's the other thing is like oh like a lot of people are scared to why are you scared to leave a real review yes yeah why are you scared to leave a, just leave the fucking review like you got a shit service yeah and you want to tell people about it you should be able to do that under mm -hmm. your real name it gives you credibility yes you accountability like you know it's it's a real experience and it will resonate more with people yeah. okay and also it'll hold these artists accountable and and then if and if and if consistently it's the same artists that people are reading these like reviews about that are honest yeah. what's going to happen the demand for them is going to go down yeah. and people are not going to book them and they're going to have to switch up a their service or they're they're going to lower their prices but they they won't lower their prices they'll yeah. they'll switch up their like service yeah. but like that's what's going to happen so honest reviews absolutely because when it comes so i think people are saying price regulation as well so get certified and then the price needs to be regulated okay so, so price regulation here's the thing okay let's just be completely honest here okay let's be completely honest here will the government or a body of like government or anything step in and regulate the prices for the south asian wedding industry and stop thisies from spending too much of their money no absolutely has the government stepped in to regulate housing prices, <laughs> which is a fucking necessity? <laughs> Have they stepped in to regulate gas prices, which some can argue is a fucking necessity? Have they stepped in to regulate food prices that have shot through the fucking roof? They're trying, but They're like trying, it's but hard to... They and yeah, you can argue like, well, some governments do step in and they, they, they have talked about like stepping in. They've talked about stepping in when it affects millions of people's. Yeah like day-to-day -day yeah. things that they cannot survive without. Yeah. They are not going to step in to regulate the prices for makeup artists mm -hmm. when people don't need to get their fucking makeup done. Yeah, like the government's getting their taxes. And then a lot of people, I don't know why a majority of people, like well, not majority of people, a lot of people think that a majority of artists don't um, have like a registered business. Oh, yeah here's the other thing like that girl like that tiktok girl like these were her three things okay she was like they need to have some type of qualification um that guarantees a standard of service nothing guarantees a standard of service besides a free market economy okay and that is that the market aka the people decide if you're worth what you're worth yeah but you also have to have an incentive to work hard to give the people the you know final result that people want but if you're getting price controlled look at rent controlled buildings they are the most garbage buildings that people can rent from yeah you're paying cheap rent but they're not getting maintained they're like have so many issues like imagine a makeup artist who's like forced to lower their prices mm -hmm. she's not gonna do this anymore she's not gonna do the same thing you think people would book even like um like you know a month out two months out yeah. if they were being forced to charge a certain amount absolutely not these people are very creative people they would for sure find a different way to make money oh 100 and also let's just apply it to you okay let's say you 
are working at a job, you're making 80K a year. Your employer comes up to you, says, hey, you're doing a great job, fantastic job, but we're going to now pay you 60K. Yeah. And you have to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And nothing changes except what we're, <laughs> what we're paying you. Okay. Yeah. Now, chances are you're going to be like, A, what the fuck? Not happy about it. And there's a very high chance that you're going to start looking for another job, yeah. a job where they pay you the same, if not more, and value you because you're going to feel like that company does not value you. Everyone's acting like people are putting like a gun to their head and making people pay these prices. Like that's not what it is. That's not what's happening here. Like everyone's like, oh, these artists are working cash. They're fucking making all this money cash, blah, blah, blah. Fucking tax free, this, that, tax free. Okay. First of all, that's a fucking rumor. Yeah. Okay. Our aunties and uncles fucking 30 years ago were working fucking cash jobs and this and that. Okay. If you're a full time artist, you don't think that that person's going to do everything in their power to make sure that they're protected. Yeah. Like these full time Uncle Sam people, doesn't come after that, them. Exactly. Anyone can call the CRA and be like, hey, this this person, I think that they're uh, doing all their work at cash and they're not claiming their taxes. Yeah. If you're a full time artist and you're not filing your taxes, you're not claiming all your income. Yeah. You are a fucking idiot, in my opinion. Yo, yeah. 100%. You're the stupidest person because... Anyone could come after you, any single person. Like, you need to make sure your ass is covered on every fucking level. Yeah. Do the math on all the money that these people are probably making. How the hell do you even spend that much cash? Our bank account and our official income, like what we, you know, report to the CRA, because then that's that's what our worth, our like our value to, let's say, banks for like loans and mortgages is based on. You don't have to register your company. Registering a company is an option. Okay. It, it That's an option. You can also file, like you can claim your income as self-employed. That doesn't require you to register a business. Registering a business is a separate thing that you can do if you yeah, want to do that's it. That's a liability thing. Yeah. That's a liability thing. Like that's like saying like, like everything I do is under this company. So no one can come after me. Yeah. Personally. Okay? So my advice would be to artists is to register your business. If you're, yeah. if you're fucking doing this full time and don't file income as self-employed. Yeah. And if you're an artist, I, my advice to you would be, do not ask people to pay you cash. Yeah. Absolutely. Do not do that. Yeah. You're rubbing people the wrong way. People are already fucking pissed about it. <laughs> no, just say you can send me like the final balance e-transfer. Yeah. Or you list out the options. Like this is how you can, what do you think is happening out here? Like everybody's just working for, cause like there's for people that are charging, like at the end of the day, yeah, they are making a lot of money, yeah. but come on, man. We're also just regular ass people at the end of the day. We don't have freaking bank accounts in the Cayman Islands or wherever the Bahamas, wherever people have hide their money offshore. Like how do you send hundred dollar bills there? Like you can Like you want to talk about like people not paying, paying their fucking like full, like taxes. Look at your phone. If it's an Apple phone, the amount of money that they have offshore. Look at come any on, big but, business like these fucking billionaires and fucking millionaires. And you're going to go after a fucking dinky ass fucking makeup artist. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And then we're talking about full time. We're not talking about like part time chicks that are doing this on the fucking side yeah. for some cash. OK, that that's a different story. They're not at the level that people are complaining about. Yeah. No one's no. complaining about those. chicks Now. The other argument is like, like the biggest thing that this thing is about yeah. is like, there was this Reddit like post, right? That this makeup artist made okay. being like, I charge $500 for bridal makeup mm. and $100 or something like that. So like way lower mm. for non-bridal and a client lied to me mm. 
and said, um, I want bright, I want party like makeup mm-hmm. and I want you to do it on me. So I went to her house and I did like the party makeup. And while everyone was talking, I found out that this chick was like getting married. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then after I was done, she was like handed me like the $150 or whatever. And and then I said, like, oh, actually, like, this is this amount is remaining. And oh the artist and, and, and then the client's like, what do you mean? Like, I wanted like party makeup. You already agreed to come here for this price, like blah, blah, blah. Right. And then the comments were like divided. Like some were saying like that makeup artist is a scammer then because she's charging the, the same amount to do the exact That's same not thing. Cool. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. I think that I think is a scam. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Is when you're doing the exact same service right yeah you're going to the house you're provide. you're giving the client exactly what they need yeah but then you change your price up like that yeah because no. you find out that they're a bride no no fuck no we would never have that problem because we don't even offer that service like yeah. yes could someone come to me at 30 days out and be like hey i want party makeup and it actually be their wedding yeah they can definitely do that yeah but i would never at the end them leaving if i found out that they were a bride be like actually you owe me this much yeah. i'd be like wow i, I just got finessed and I, you know what I, I probably wouldn't even say that because i would be like i did put in less effort yep i didn't have to block off like months in advance yep and i didn't do their journey i didn't do their fucking jewelry i didn't do you none didn't of that have shit. to wait around for I like, to, the like wait around video. for the photo video person i didn't have to like you know be like hey like you know your schedule whatever it was like you show up at this time this this is yeah it like no you know what i mean it was it was essentially a non-bridal service yeah that's it the other thing that somebody might say is like okay well what's the difference between what if I just want to book my wedding a month out and you know, you quote me my, your bridal rates. Yeah. At that point we've quoted your bridal. You said, this is my wedding, blah, blah, blah. It's because we've just packaged it all in one and we're not about to change the price. Yeah. It's based on the fact that it's based on the fact that over 90% of our our bridal bookings do happen very far out in advance. And so if you want that same overall service, like we come to you at this ungodly hour at 4 a.m., 3.30 a.m. And then and we're there till 9 a.m. doing all the things that we do for everybody else. If you want that, this is a price. Yeah. And it's based on the majority of our clientele. We are not um, catering our prices to eat each individual. Yeah. Everybody gets the same rate. For the same type of service across the board, pricing things out, breaking it down, offering an a la carte type of like price list does not make sense for our business, does not make sense for the majority of artists whose demand is so fucking high that they don't need to do that. My advice to artists, because a lot of the things I'm seeing from people are like, this artist charged me this much, but then they had a fee for this. 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 Bro, stop fucking breaking out your fees because then, yeah. then people like, like one girl was like to me, like I had like my hair and makeup done for 200, but then she was going to charge me $10 to glue on my lashes when I brought my own lashes and I brought my own glue. Oh my God. My answer God. to that is that artist is a fucking idiot. Yes. Why would you even give the option of it $10 to glue your fucking yeah. lashes on? You're giving the person, you're handing the reason to them for them to fucking yeah, complain. You're just asking for it, you, man. Like, just have it in your price. Just say, this is my price, $200. Yeah. I'll do your hair, makeup. That includes lashes. I'll glue it on. Whether or not you want it, that's up to you. But the price doesn't change. Yeah. All this is included. Majority, if people are getting their hair and makeup done, they're getting lashes 
put on. We have clients that book for like, let's say non-bridal. Non-bridal is the biggest place where people ask like, oh yeah, I don't want, I don't want to wear lashes. Like, blah, I don't blah, want blah. this. I don't want that. And yeah, then yeah. we simply say like, we do not feel comfortable doing your hair and makeup and then not putting on lashes because that doesn't complete the look. Yeah. Or there are situations where people have lash extensions yeah. and we don't put lashes on them. We're not sitting there deducting. What like what would be the amount that we're going to deduct the cost of the lashes, the cost of like my expertise and putting them on? It gets so complicated. Just group your fucking fees into one. Yeah. And if you lose out on clients who are not willing to book you because they want you to reduce your price because they want you to l- take out things out of your like service. Just take the L, bro. Yeah. Take the L. Garvin and I lose out on a lot of business yeah. because we don't budge on our services and we don't budge on our prices. Yeah. Okay. We lose out on a lot, but just we don't also don't have problems. Yeah. Okay. We don't have people complaining about what we do. Yeah. And we don't have people complaining about our prices. Yeah. Or even like when you go to a restaurant, you know, when you say like, oh, yeah, I want this burger and it comes with like fries and all that. But I don't want the tomato and I don't want this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are they are they charging you 25 cents less for that fucking no. slice of tomato? But if you say you want something more, they absolutely are going to charge you a dollar for like, you know, switching up your sides or whatever. But when it comes to reducing something like they'll never reduce their price. Yeah. Someone asked a question. They're like, how do you well, let me read the question actually? Like, actually, okay. What is the formula behind annual vendor price hikes? I get inflation, but these rates, I get the importance of value of work, but is there a percentage of increases? What's the formula? X minus uh X equals MC squared. That's X the equals I found out that the next artist is charging more. So I had to reevaluate my prices because I'm comparable. Dude, wait, okay, so for this episode, we did a lot of fucking research. Yeah. And we emailed all the big artists and found out what they're charging, even the ones in Calgary. Yeah. And I realized that we're charging. Not enough. Not enough. Okay. We're not charging based on what everyone else is charging. We're steal. Steal we the deal. We're steal for the deal. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to increase our prices? Probably not. You're also just, you're, you think like a consumer. I feel like we haven't done a price increase in like three years. We haven't done a price increase in three years. And there's no formula X plus fucking 5% inflation, fucking consumer price index, this and that, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just like like, inflation has gone up this much for my kit cost has gone up this much. Gas is this. No, I guarantee you that there, that's not how it's formulated. Everybody else, when you work in a job, you're getting offered raises when you quit a job and you go to your next job you're probably going to make more like if you wanted to make more that's you keep moving up the ladder and you know house prices are increased all like for example whatever something cost in 1995 is not how much it costs today everything goes up and so this is yeah the curve might be a little bit different for this because it's definitely it's, it's steeper i was trying to compare it to like you know, when you ask like your boss for a raise mm-hmm. or something like that, like, do you have a formula for that? You don't give your boss a formula. You just say, hey, I want. I think the going market rate, rate for this job yeah. is because this person is getting paid that much. Yeah. Or this person at this other company is, is getting, getting paid, paid this, much. this much. Yeah. So do you like go, do you determine it like that? And then yeah. that boss decides whether or not you're worth it. Yeah. Right. And then they say yes or no. Yeah. You know what is actually a scam is the fucking diamond engagement market. The fact that there's one company controlling the supply of diamonds and saying that they're rare when they're not. Yeah. That's dishonest. 
Yeah. Okay. They're controlling the prices by controlling the supply. Yeah. And that's a scam. But yet no one is out here being like, diamond fucking, I can't believe fucking Tiffany's is charging this much. Oh my God. How are we supposed to fucking, it's not a, it's not fair to brides. It's not fair to brides. <laughs> like, think about what you're complaining about here. Yeah. A lot of people like message saying, well, what can we do as the clients to like drive the price down or like, you know, like to get them like industry at like a reasonable like rate or whatever. Yeah. You cannot as an individual client do anything about it. Just like you as an individual citizen of this world can't do shit about anything. Okay. (laughs) All the only thing you can do is just make the decision on your own, whether or not something is valuable to you for that price or if it's not. Okay. The other thing you can do, I would, I would recommend is to actually put time and effort into researching other artists. Plenty of girls message me saying I got the quotes from like the top five. Yeah. And then I put a lot of time and effort. Yeah. Like, you know searching up like makeup artists hashtags like yeah. you know like going on who these big makeup artists are following who they're following like and yeah. putting in time and effort to research to find the smaller names yeah like yeah i get it maybe it's frustrating as a bride yeah who's looking for like a good decent makeup application and all these prices are like that mm-hmm. right I, I get the frustration and i understand i'm not saying i don't understand i'm saying oh fucking you know fuck it like Mm. deal with it deal with the prices like i understand that it's crazy but this is me giving you an explanation as to why the prices are like that and maybe you listen to this and you don't get it and you're like i still don't fucking get it and i still don't think it's worth Mm -hmm. it which is fine right you don't have to think it's worth it i'm not asking you to do that i'm just saying like maybe think twice the next time you want to talk shit about like a makeup artist that's all I'm saying. And the, I understand that the prices are crazy. I ca- I agree with you guys that the prices, these BC prices, some of them are insane. Would I pay them? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. But do other, other options? Yes. Would I go for the cheaper artists? Yes. Would I pay $800 a night to stay at like a luxury hotel on a regular fucking weekend? No. Would I pay for my wedding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. There you go, bro. <laughs> Hey, y'all, just wanted to share a clip from this month's Patreon episode for you guys to enjoy. If you want to listen to the full thing, you can subscribe to our Patreon where we release bonus content. Link in the episode details. Enjoy. Say it from the beginning, I forgot. My husband and I live with my in-laws and we had a baby nine months ago. My mother-in-law really wanted to nurse the baby with her breast. You the, <laughs> the mother-in-law? Yeah. Why? At first I said Is she even allowed? At first I said Is she even allowed? <laughs> like what is like she's all fucking old. At first I at first I said it's fine. Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No. But when she did it, I did not like it one bit. Why did she do that? Why is it fine? Why is this even a thing? Yeah, I know. Why was it asked? I'm so disgusted. I'm and beyond. then why? What happened after? The next time she did it, I told her to stop. 
my baby is being fed enough with my milk and I have no shortage of supply. So there was no real need of it to begin with. Since then, she hasn't done it, but I'm still hesitant to leave my baby alone with my mother-in-law. I know if the baby was to cry a lot with her, she'd right away nurse the baby. <gasps> P.S. I told my husband about this and he said he doesn't mind his mom feeding the baby. Stop. Yo, I can't. No, this is so fucked. Oh this is not real, man. There's no way real life people are doing this. I believe it. I don't. I believe it. <laughs> what the fuck kind of fucking incest shit is this? Incest? No. <laughs> no, it's not incest shit. Like, so for Why example. Why is this chick at fucking the age 50 still have fucking milk in her? <laughs> That's my question. That's a fucking expired ass milk, man. <laughs> Baby's gonna get food poisoning. <laughs> does it expire <laughs> expire the baby's gonna get food boys all right guys that's it for this week's episode hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully you don't hate me now hopefully this episode gave you some insight into like the other side of things if not then that's okay too and you know we can we can agree to disagree that's fine um i disagree with a lot of people <laughs> but you know i still love them so that's okay. I still love you guys. And uh, make sure you follow Gravine on Instagram at Gravine Bearing. She'll be doing hair and makeup in the lower mainland. So she'll be, uh, you know, scamming people out there as well. She can also scam you by doing your eyebrows at inkedbygb.ca. You can subscribe to the Patreon. All right. By clicking the link in the episode details or go to the official podcast Instagram account at Coach B Podcast. All the Instagram lives go up on there for people to view after the fact or if they miss it. And we release bonus episodes and content. This week, we dropped a bonus episode there as well. That's super funny. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.